I'd like to take us back to the beginning of the Major Arcana, which is starting with the Fool's Journey. The two cards that come straight after the Fool is the Magician and the High Priestess, and they represent your conscious and your unconsciousness, relatively speaking. The very next card is the Empress, so that's card number three in the Major Arcana. Uh, cycle and the Empress represents Mother Nature. It represents the laws of the natural world and physical manifestations of that. However, usually when it comes to Mother Nature, we, we have to scratch below the surface a bit. We have to look below all that is serene and peaceful. You're listening to Tarot Songs, a podcast mixing tarot cards with original music created by Sydney, Australia-based artist Feloka. That's me. Each episode, I go into detail over a tarot card and then I layer it with an original piece of music as its soundtrack. The music is especially created with the particular tarot card in mind, making it a very unique listening experience. For the one card readings, I refer to the Rider Waite Smith deck and Barbara Moore's Steampunk deck. I also refer to texts by Drone Bunning, Barbara Moore and others. It's a pretty exciting journey. I'm really looking forward to reinterpreting the tarot with authentic original music and I hope you'll stay with me on the journey of exploration and imagination. I do have to give out a trigger warning as these cards are inquisitive by nature. I reference experiences, some of my own, some are of others, that reflect trauma, PTSD, complex trauma, anxiety, depression, and other experiences, and feelings that may be uncomfortable or that may feel unsafe for you. The show notes will tell you where to skip ahead so that you can go straight to the music piece and I will always play the music piece as a solo track towards the end of each podcast episode so that it may hopefully help you facilitate your own readings or your own creative practice whatever it may be. Don't forget to subscribe and follow me on social media so that whenever a new episode is released you'll be notified and you can take a listen. Let's get started on today's episode. Hey all, welcome back to Tarot Songs. Um, As some of you know, I took an intentional break in October away from uh, producing this podcast. I was also busy um, making some music as well, so in the coming months I will be posting up some uh, information about some new music that I'll be releasing under potentially different artist names, so stay tuned for that, Uh, very exciting for me. This is quite a special episode for two reasons. The first reason being that Tarot Songs has exceeded over 500 listens for the entire show. So that's quite a um, huge milestone for myself personally and I'm really happy to be continuing this project for you. The second reason is 
I've picked the Empress card for the 20th episode, and I thought it would be a, um, a good opportunity to talk about complex trauma. As you all know that this podcast has complex trauma sensitivity involved, so there are certain aspects that I think about and consider before I delve into each, uh, each tarot card. So for today's episode, I thought I would open up the topic about complex trauma. And this goes with a warning, um, a trigger warning. Trauma is a very sensitive subject and for many listeners, it may trigger certain memories and certain uh, flashbacks that may cause you discomfort. So if at any time it's starting to trigger you, please feel free to skip forward to just the music piece. In the show notes, I include the minute count of where you should skip to just listen to the music piece. To begin the episode, I'd like to take us back to the beginning of the Major Arcana, which is starting with the Fool's Journey. The two cards that come straight after the Fool is the Magician and the High Priestess, and they represent your conscious and your unconsciousness, relatively speaking. The very next card is the Empress, so that's card number three in the Major Arcana uh, cycle, and the Empress represents Mother Nature. It represents the laws of the natural world and physical manifestations of that. However, usually when it comes to Mother Nature, we, we have to scratch below the surface a bit. We have to look below all that is serene and peaceful. As Barbara Moore writes in her steampunk um, guide, the rich red of passion, blood and life. The cycle of creation and destruction, of flower and seed, of the moon, of the seasons, and these are all intimately connected to the Empress card. Reading further from Barbara Moore's guide, as indicated by the sign of Venus on the pillow at her side, she is pure feminine power, all circles, curves, extremes, and sensuality, and contrasts quite beautifully with the Emperor, which is the fourth card in the Major Arcana. Her hands indicate that the root of her power her right hand rests on her belly, showing us that everything she creates is a part of her and comes often painfully from her very core. Her left hand holds the heat, flame and spark of magic, a deep connection with the very being of the universe. The appearance of the Empress promises abundance in your life. She heralds a time of creativity. You are encouraged to tap into this energy and use it positively. However, there is something very important to keep in mind. Our Empress, our Mother Nature, may manifest ultimately as a calm pastoral scene, a charming field or a lush garden. But these soul-restoring environments were built on endless births and deaths. The process isn't always pretty. A baby may be born, a painting may emerge on a canvas or a story may be told. It all comes from the heart of your creative being. As it fights its way into this world, expect a little bit of a mess. The idea that when it comes to the Empress card or simply when it comes to nature or mother nature that when we see flowers blossoming and when we look out to a spectacular vista of um, of mountaintops and, and flowing rivers that underneath all of that 
There was a lot of births and deaths and mess involved in the creation of everything that's natural. And in the same vein, us human beings are no different. Our earliest relationships with our parents especially form the ways that we often associate with the world around us. We learn how to have our needs met through those associations with our parents or the people who raise us. Now, a lot of the times when we are young and we are so reliant and dependent on our caretakers, we come into situations where not all of our needs are being met and we come across neglect. And this is where trauma comes in. I came across a book called the Body Keeps the Score by Dr. Bessel van der Kolk. It really woke me up to a new set of vocabulary for me to be able to communicate what happened to me when I was growing up and the things that happened, all the neglect and all the abuse I had experienced. And the book was a huge turning point in that he used the term complex trauma which I now use to communicate with others about this idea that complex trauma is formed over a long period of time. In relation to the Empress card, the type of complex trauma I'm referring to is generally formed through our formative years. So when we were children, we relied on our caretakers for our survival basically, and our needs were not met and we were neglected. The Empress reminds us that this part of us that we had experienced at such a young and delicate age is a part of us and it's a part of us that ideally we learn to live with in our adult lives. And a way to do that is to understand what happened to us, to unlearn the coping techniques and the coping skills that we had to take in order to survive because they were effective for a particular scenario or for a particular situation that you would use for your um, abuser. But they may not actually be effective in your current or your everyday life and in fact they may actually put you onto the path of uh, trouble and only once we understand our pattern of behaviors that aren't working can we then begin our journey of relearning more useful and more effective and more dynamic uh, behaviors that will actually help us and not hinder us there is this concept whereby the more you accept who you are as a person um, the more you um, appreciate and understand yourself, it actually gives way to, to being able to change and to become more adaptable and to become more flexible in this world. Because ultimately when you are okay with yourself, um, when you've made peace with your past and with all the experiences, good and bad, and you're okay with yourself in the present, then you generally and because you're, you're deeply okay with who you are, that it gives way, it makes space for changes to unfold and it makes space for um, things that are 
meant to happen. It gives space for things to occur naturally. So my personal journey in healing and understanding complex trauma involves understanding the particular coping mechanisms I used when I was younger to deal with very difficult and very scary situations, making peace with the fact that I had to do what I did at the time to stay alive. But those techniques have meant that in my current life, I am unable to be present and that inability to be present and to be comfortable in my own skin meant that I was still associating with very unhealthy and very toxic environments that were not, were not healthy and not good for me. And one of the coping mechanisms is to disconnect from all my feelings and all my sensations that I was feeling when something traumatic had happened. And this is quite a common coping technique. If you're young and something quite difficult happens that you are unable to comprehend, and this is the definition of trauma, it's natural to want to run away from all the scary feelings and difficult sensations that you feel in your body and because you are unable to cope with it you you would naturally want to run away from it however as we grow older we know that running away from situations is not a sustainable coping technique and at some stage we do need to confront the difficult feelings and sensations uh, in our adult lives. With complex trauma, a lot of sensations and feelings that we feel in our current lives is so similar to the feelings and sensations that we felt when we experienced trauma in our childhood that it becomes extremely difficult for us to live in the present because when you have flashbacks, when your body remembers those feelings and sensations, they actually become reality. Like all those feelings that are happening is actually happening in the present moment. And it's incredibly difficult to overcome that, not without um, proper support and therapy and having a safe environment where you can understand what's happening to yourself and start to unlearn and to change your association with those feelings. And that could take many, many years and decades even. But the point is, and I think a point that the Empress card is here to remind us of, is that when we do grow as human beings, and we absolutely are always growing and we're always changing, that we learn to somehow find it in ourselves to stay for those difficult feelings as well as for the good feelings because all our feelings and all our emotions travel through one vagus nerve. Everything goes through this one uh, central nervous system. So once you shut off one feeling, you're actually in the process of shutting off all your feelings. And once you can't feel, you can't connect with other people and you can't empathize with them and you become blocked and disconnected Part of being human is to stay connected, to be part of a group, to be part of the community. So it's absolutely um, imperative that we do this inner work. And there is still so much more to explore about complex trauma. 
um, and I'm hoping that through the the rest of the um, tarot songs episodes that I may be able to explore some of the other cards in relation to complex trauma as well. I just wanted to end this episode by quoting a tweet from Jessica Dore, which I think is um, a beautiful way to end this episode. She writes about the Empress card. The division between us and the wild is illusory. We are the wild and the body is proof. The body keeps us tied to natural laws no matter how far we might stray. We are all born, we all die. Some things we can control and some things we can't. The body is a teacher. Thank you.